0: Speaking of retaliatory, how about John Wick? Uh,
1: hey, yo. Nice. <laughs> Ooh,
2: we got there, boys.
1: Bob we, we, we're we th- 23 minutes into the recording, and we're just now starting the podcast. Thanks to Dane's Divine Intervention. By the way, I'm here. My name is Brent. I'm here with Dane. Hi, how's it going?
0: This is Dane. Missed um,
1: you all. I missed you, too. I'm here with Forrest.
2: Hey, yo, How's it going?
1: And I'm here with Adam. Hello. Hello, Adam. Did you guys look. I don't want to that immediately derail us, but did you guys see that that the original Blue's Clues Blue's Clues guy came back? For the oh yeah,
3: the I internet fucking, exploded, man. Yeah, I cried. <laughs> I cried.
1: Oh
3: so yeah, I, I cried, and I didn't even watch Blue's Clues.
1: I didn't watch Blue's Clues either, but I was like vaguely aware of him. You know, pop culture type yeah, like stuff. Yeah, like you knew who
3: he was. Yeah,
1: and then him being like, and I know that it was like this corporate thing where they brought him back to to say it and stuff but i still felt like i felt seen i was like is this is like my father figure
3: it's because of just and it's just the way he talks too it feels like he's speaking to children
0: now now i'm imagining a spoof where uh blue is killed by random r- russian uh, thugs <laughs> oh my god and he goes and steve, and steve goes, goes on, goes on, a, on a, rampage. a rampage which is your clue that this episode is about john wick or
3: oh, yeah, r- really
0: a, complete a, silence after that the, i just
3: it's I not didn't John know Wick. what to say. I did not yeah. know what to say. He Two took us great
0: back-to-back segues, and it just takes
3: <laughs> So about this thing, there's a I, meme I... online. <laughs> 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 no, nah, it's just the internet exploded with everyone crying about Steve from Blue's Clues. But yeah, so John Wick, it's a movie. I have not seen it. I don't know much about it other than it is violent and Keanu Reeves is in it. So that's my entry point.
1: So I think I, I think I'll talk about John. Before we get into the movie specifics, I'll talk about John Wick as like a, in a more of a its place in pop culture, its place in that genre. So there, there are in my mind like certain movies that come out that kind of incite a paradigm shift in the genre itself. You know, I'll point to Jason Bourne, the Bourne films, and Casino Royale as a paradigm shift in the early two thousands. You know, of course, they were Bond films are kind of encapsulated within themselves. They don't really. From my perspective, they don't really leak out all that much. Although I guess the the newest Bond films kind of re, reignited the, the Mission Impossible franchise in some sense. Mm-hmm. But like Jason Bourne came out and then for a long time, there was a lot of action scenes that were shot in this very frenetic, shaky cam perspective that, you know, at the time was visually interesting. And of course, as all things age out, we look back at it and we're like, "Oh, we used to wear parachute pants. Uh, that's <laughs> wild." And
0: well, even before that, wasn't there The Matrix?
1: I would say, yeah, The Matrix, one hundred percent, massive paradigm shifter. I think the early two thousands, there were just like you know, Matrix. Granted, I think was nineteen ninety nine, maybe
3: or two thousand. Yeah, but it was close to that turnover yeah, point.
1: Yeah, a lot of those, like there was a like a, a, a half decade of movies that were coming out that were big, big tone shifters, and I think nothing else tone shifted. For a long time until John Wick, which was this very stunt man, like it was directed by stunt stunt coordinators and had this this very specific eye towards action. In these, and in, in, in some ways, it's cyclical. You know, like in in ancient, not ancient, but older Hong Kong a- action films. Ancient, Hong, ancient Kong Hong Kong films Hong Kong. from yeah.
3: the nineteen fifties. Yeah, there were <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> there were these like longer cuts, uninterrupted cuts, where you're kind of seeing the entire action play out. There's a lot more emphasis on the dance aspect of stunt work, and John Wick is is in that in that flavor. It doesn't have the same aesthetic quality, but it is. The same mindset the same methodology and since john wick has come out a lot of other action films have kind of aped this style like and there's like a, almost like a new subgenre of of things where it's like grizzled old person <laughs> kills a bunch of people uh, well, that's like, not
3: new liam neeson p- pioneered that
1: well like bob but- odenkirk has a movie called mr nobody which is directed by one of the John Wick guys. But there's a lot of yeah. other films that are like that. You know, some of them are more low-budget, low low-rent. Low but John Wick was wild. Watching it the first time, when it came out, I, I wasn't prepared for it. Watching it now, it's still fun, but it is it is like now well-trotted territory. But back then, it, it really blew my mind because I was just seeing a lot of attention paid to the kind of inane garbage that I cared about as like a gun nerd or as just like a... Or just like, like, I never, like, watching Stallone and Schwarzenegger never reload ever in their life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just shit that, shit that bugged me as a kid. It's like, why does that Desert Eagle have 35 rounds in it? Like, that type of thing? And John Wick being like, no, I'm going to aggressively ammo count. You're going to see reloads. You're going to be a part of the, you know, the action. And in a very real way, not in the, like, equilibrium, gun kata Magical oh, realism yeah. type way, but I think that's my experience with that first John Wick, and I, it kind of, I, 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 it's hard to, it's hard to not understate. I think the importance of John Wick, not just from an action shifting movie, but also like a Keanu Reeves resurgence vehicle. We're getting another Matrix now, you know, like yeah. Um, but what did but you guys Keanu's think?
3: who's of- dead.
1: Did he die? He didn't die, though. I thought I thought that in the third one they just took him away. Not not that the third one. Of, not that the third movie was like all that coherent to my thirteen
3: year old brain. I'm sure it wasn't coherent to anyone's brain.
1: Mm. I do I do know that there's a lot of like uh, after the fact re- like re- like if people watching it now see that there's a lot of like trans like a lot of trans. Um, I don't imagery. No. Not, not imagery. Yeah, yeah, like I don't want to say allegory, but like. You know, I mean, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of messaging there that is like, you can kind of see the Wachowskis like maybe communicating, if not intentional, uh, unintentionally communicating some aspects of themselves that they had yet to be out about, which is an interesting thing to to look at too. But back to John Fucking Wick. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? What are we talking about today? Yeah, I had the I had the pleasure of watching John Wick, the first one with Brent on the line, giving me and Lauren commentary. And I really (laughs) enjoyed that. Yeah, no, that was actually like, I feel like this is the kind of movie you have to watch with somebody who is like, you know, find somebody who looks at you the way that Brent looks at John Wick movies. (laughs) Right. But I mean, for me, I think the most important thing of this movie, and I'm totally aping this from something that Brent said uh, while we were watching it. To me, the most important thing about at least this first movie is all of the sort of setup and lore, implied lore that they give John Wick the character. You know, the main mafia guy is like basically berating his son, Theon Greyjoy, like you, you absolutely messed with the wrong guy and just like, just... Not even like specifically talking about events that John Wick has like done in the past or like jobs he's or jobs he's done, but just the way he describes them makes him sound like a killing machine. Even though up to that point, you've only seen him interact with his wife, who like passes away early on in the movie (spoilers), but also like that's very what? early on in the movie. Like that's literally the first thing that happens, and, um, and you see
1: him, and you see him get beat up. You know, like you haven't seen yeah. him be the thing that they say he is yeah
2: yeah so they just like they sure talk through his accomplishments will. yeah but the way they set it up is like that's more important than i feel like that lore is more important than any of like the 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 gun scenes or any of the like actual like killing in terms of like establishing its character and it's so well done i i think the other thing i like about this movie is that you know there's no part of it that's like oh my god this is like so smart or so interesting by itself, but it's just like extremely competently done. Everything is like y- you can tell that the people who put this together really thought through all aspects of it. I know, Brent, like you were saying, like even down to like the number of bullets used, like it, it all kind of makes sense. And it's not it doesn't have any artifice, really. Did you just stop talking? Yeah, I just stopped talking. Oh okay. I thought you thoughts.
3: froze or something. Even even yeah. even
1: even to the point of there are like there are there's a there's a scene where John Wick uh, shows up at uh, a nightclub and he lets the bouncer go, who by the way is a wrestler, Kevin Nash, and to <laughs> it.
3: and uh Didn't take long. We finally get wrestling back into the equation.
1: I mean, I think the way that they build him up, everything goes back to wrestling. The way they build him up is is some good wrestling type shit, but they have Kevin Nash there. And he says something, he says, I've lost 60 kilograms, which is an insane amount of weight. If you think about it, what he's, and the funny thing is that I'm pretty sure people have counted the number of people that he kills or fights in the hotel. And that what, was really happening was that the bouncer realizing that it was John Wick told him the number of people he should expect inside by saying 60 kilograms. Like if you look if it's like even things that are like maybe in one sense just an inconsistency or a number that's been thrown out, which movies often do, and that makes no sense, they were like just tiny little seeds of no no no, this has meaning. This is an actual part of the movie. Stuff like that is is I think very fun to catch or to read about or learn about, and also there's a there's this really great youtuber i would I would recommend people go watch uh movies he's called Movies with Mikey Film Joy might be the YouTube channel, and he talks about how this first movie is like a Greek Greek hero you know epic like the Russian guy represents Hades and
0: you know wow, there's a lot of, is a lot more imagery than I expected. <laughs>
3: Also, hold on, Hades. In what sense, like the new Hollywood version of Hades, or the actual mythical version? I don't know. Yeah, watch dude. Pretty the... much mind his own business.
1: Uh, yeah, watch. You... I, I would watch it. Maybe John Wick is Hades. I can't remember. off also, the top Also, do you of my are, head. do you mean Poseidon? He's is that who you mean, or maybe? Nah, uh, maybe yeah, That's why
3: I'm asking. Because like, watch,
1: just watch the YouTube. Don't don't ask me. I don't know.
3: I didn't. Poseidon's the bad one. <laughs> Isn't? Aren't they all bad? Isn't Zeus no. bad? Zeus is just a- amoral. He's not bad.
1: I don't know, man. I feel like actively cheating on your spouse and
3: oh yeah, I'm just. Saying, but compared to Poseidon, maybe, who's all about trying to betray situations. everyone, yeah, That's, lots of that.
1: Yeah, I mean,
3: but by comparison, then Hades is like the nice one that you want to rely on. He actually does his job,
1: which is an interesting, a, a not an interesting thing to, to look at. But yeah, Dan, what did you think of the movie?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, John Wick. It's funny so I didn't see John Wick when it first came out and it was a while before I actually picked it up and it was my work anniversary and I think I had just picked it up that day and I, I was I was settling in to like watch it I was like really looking forward to it and I got this text from this girl I had been talking to through OK Cupid that's like I'm at a bar come out and let's come out come out and meet me and that girl ended up being my future fiance so it's just a fun. Uh, oh yeah,
3: that's uh, a nice yeah. connection.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's a fun story. But um, no, I uh, I completely agree with what Brent said. I think there's been a lot of uh, talk about it. John Wick is one of those movies that has come along and really changed the game. I think definitely for the better. I think you know. So we you know we had the. Uh, there's been this sh- tonal shift towards grittier, more realistic action movies. So kind of starting with like increased violence in, in like the matrix. And then later on, you know, these more intricate fight scenes from the Bourne identity. And then John wick adds this level of choreography, I think that really took it to the next level. And are we talking about just John wick one or the whole series? I
1: guess is what I should ask. I assume the whole series, right? So we've, I don't know if Forrest and if I went ahead and actually watched the second one,
2: no, I didn't end up seeing it. I so just
1: saw the first one. Yes, I think we just stick to the first one. You can talk about maybe the franchise as a whole in more vague yeah, terms. Yeah, so
0: I, I, what I like about the franchise uh, on the whole is that each one... So the first one kind of like is like this ridiculous story, you know, this guy loses his wife and, and, and all that jazz. But really, how they set it up so that the next one begins is really neat, where like the second and third ones are like kind of self-contained, but they also just so very well fit together and like this chain of events. And just based on how the third one ends, I don't think they're going to have that same level of continuity.
3: Yeah. Cause there is going to be a fourth one, right?
0: Keanu Reeves has said he will continue making John wick, wick ah, John wick films for as long as people want them.
2: Wow. Okay. And I thought that so- They had filmed the fourth one actually.
0: They were they planning might. to release 4 and 5 basically back to back, but then COVID put the
1: kibosh on that. Oh my god. I know that 4, that 4 is due to release in May of next year. So. Yes.
3: Yeah. So so Dane, you remember when you were talking about Hades? Apparently one of the character the the hotel concierge is named Charon, the boatman yep. on the River Styx. Yep. <laughs> Uh,
1: There's also also a lot of, there's also like their primary currency used by all of the assassins is gold coins, Oh, Uh, much like the toll Mm. for the river sticks. I mean, like, yeah, back to that lore stuff, right? I mean, all of this, there's a lot of just, it's not, it's like, it is a little bit of a cartoon. You know, it's a very serious, they have all this stuff, but there's like,
0: there's very, there's no, there's no, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? When uh, exposition, there's no exposition. It just shows you the stuff happening. There's no like person like, oh, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's right. all just like kind of thrown at you and you kind of piece it together after several like watches and stuff like that. And they really, gotcha. I, and, and so there's like the gold coins thing that he talked to, Brent mentioned. But then, like in the second one, you learn there's like way more to this underground world than just like assassins running around. Killing people for coins—it's very involved.
1: Yeah, cool. Definitely, I think John Wick is great. I think if we're if we're willing to wait out for two, and maybe we do one that's just two and three, and and I try to catch Adam and Forrest up, and and we have a more in-depth conversation about that. But yeah, I mean, John Wick is great. I mean, I'm obviously we're talking about all 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 of this kind of like high brass stuff, but yeah, but also it's just some of it is just fucking. The wild, dumb gunplay is just fun. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah, it, it's just a lot of stupid fun that I enjoy watching. And as a big gun guy, I like I like I don't know, man, it kills it, it's, it's a ridiculous amount of people.
2: Yeah. 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 And, and I'm like, I'm not a big gun guy, but this is still a great movie. I mean, it's just it's 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 not a dumb movie, but in, in some ways it's like just great, stupid fun. Right.
1: Yeah. It does kind of. It does kind of give me the energy of like this type of energy of like one guy, one person in your group of friends, has made this really cool D and D campaign, and and everyone is like really buying into the shtick, and everyone's enjoying themselves in the shtick, and it's like a that type of thing where it's like obviously upon severe scrutiny, this is not a Tolkien esque level of storytelling. Or something better than that, that I, you know, the, the fucking unread savage that I am cannot, you know, it's not Dune or whatever the fuck, you know. It's like, it is enough interesting, cool themes and like lore building and fun action that you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, yes, I'm buying into it. This is fun. This is cool. Oh, hell, there's like coins. Oh my God. He's. Hercules, whatever. It's, it's like that type of stuff where it, it, it replicates an energy in me of like personal enjoyment that I can only really get normally with people who are like my peers. You know, if I read a book, it's a very specific type of relationship. And even if the book is like doing cool things, for me, pers- this is maybe very specific to me. I don't ever get that same level of like hypeness. But watching John Wick for the first time Felt a lot like seeing the Undertaker for the first time. Like there's this electricity and childishness to, like, oh, he's an undead lich cowboy from the middle of Phoenix, but also he's a wrestler, and that's funny and cool. Yeah. <laughs> His brother is this right uh, fire demon. What's happening?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in some ways, John Wick is my yeah. favorite anime series. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: I mean, maybe some other people get that same. I don't know. Like when when that really garbage, terrible trash fire book that came out where it's all, it's just a bunch of eighties cultural references. I can't remember. Oh, you now. mean
3: your favorite ready player like,
1: two, ready player one, even when ready no, player I just, one I came wanted out. To,
3: you, you, you loved it. It was your favorite of all I haven't, time. I haven't read
1: ready player two and I won't. I but ready, don't. <laughs> ready I don't. Player,
3: it's even worse, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but when ready player one came out, I was, I knew that it was bad and I, but I didn't, I wasn't as much of a contrarian or a (laughs) counterbiter as I, as I might normally be because people, I think people were having that type of experience with it where it was like, it was like this like stupid, but enjoyable cheap pop with something. And that felt wholesome in a way that for whatever reason, John Wick, a movie about a puppy being murdered and a guy going and killing 3,500 people in response to that (laughs) can be, It's it's that that kind of cheap pop. So I didn't really push against Ready Player One, but I will say that Ready Player One is garbage. The author is bad, and there are no redeeming qualities for that
2: entire <laughs> franchise.
3: Oh man, you're so angry. It's always funny. Yeah, it's still <laughs> happening. I mean, do you
2: think it's nostalgia? Yeah. Is the difference? I mean, it's
3: been it's, years, it's... man. It's been years. <laughs>
1: nostalgia with what? Ready Player One. Yeah. Do
2: you think but who, like? But who's Ready Player like... One nostalgic for? Well, I mean, it's not New author. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's extremely self-indulgent. Whereas John but that's the thing. I mean, John Wilk, John Wick is also extremely self-indulgent, but in a way that doesn't seem like an issue to me. And, and I can't articulate exactly why. Right. I mean, I just because, think it's
1: not alienating.
3: Yeah, it's not like there's no the self-inserting of Ready Player 1 is probably the difference. Whereas John Wick is like a written character, you know, like he's Not as I'm just me living out my best life playing video games that are based on the 80s that only I know about. And I'm a super nerd.
1: But also, yeah, because I've been like that story. That story means nothing, says nothing, is nothing. And like John Wick is very much a very traditional
3: story. Right. You know, it is. I mean, it's Grecian. It's it's a Greek legend. Yeah. It fits,
1: it fits a hundred percent into these like ancient archetypes that we can all buy into that we've all bought into for all of written history. My wife is dead. You killed my dog. It's a revenge story. Yeah. Yeah, But that that almost
2: makes it like it has to try that much harder to be good because you've seen the movie before. You haven't seen John Wick before, but you've seen this movie before. Yeah. I hear you. Right. You've seen
1: this story before for sure. Mm -hmm. But I, but maybe not. Right, I mean, yeah, I think try harder is is maybe I think just try is what John Wick represents. Over, I think a lot yeah, of other okay. action films are just doing things, and John Wick is trying to do something. And even if yeah, it's not, it's,
3: it's not my it's the Michael Bay approach to action.
1: Yeah, we're, we're yeah we're Michael Bay is just doing stuff. Zack Snyder, mm. as much as I don't really vibe
3: friend friend of the podcast as much as I don't necessarily vibe with what Zack Snyder is doing
1: he is I I will always credit him he's trying something and if even if I disagree with what he's trying to do I think that's why his stuff elicits such passion and nobody gives a fuck about Transformers because it's trash there's there's an attempt at something somebody has a vision and 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 we're telling the same stories over and over again but if there's a vision there, if there's any attempt at quality there,
3: yeah, you know, a vision, a Scarlet Witch, a Hulk,
1: ha. which I think is, I think that's an unintentionally <laughs> great <laughs> counterpoint to what the fuck I was saying because Marvel, I don't know, is Marvel trying? I, like sometimes, like, it Shang Chi was like Shang Chi was super good. I don't. I'm sick of. The, I I like Shang Chi. I thought Shang Chi was a good movie. But everybody's saying that it was so fucking good. I don't know what I, it, what it they're talking about. Freshened up the Marvel. It, Marvel was
0: starting to feel a little stale, you know. And and they took them only because
3: they, it's been twenty years. It they, feels like they a
1: made victory. a they made like a good martial arts film. I mean,
0: let
3: like, me ask you
1: something. What oh a, a, What what a part? What part of it freshens something up? Is it that it uh, is a new character and the only new character that we've gotten in seven years?
0: No, I mean. I, you know i'm gonna go my favorite who's your favorite character in that
1: movie in shang chi yeah shang chi shang chi <laughs> my favorite Shang-Chi. my favorite
0: character was his sister <laughs> i thought the sister was like the best part of that movie actually
1: i like the villain too
0: oh I, Tony. tony leon i don't know how to pronounce his last name i don't want to
1: butcher it but that
0: yeah he Big was he was fucking fantastic oh my
2: god
1: I mean, they made an attempt to make a villain. Well, fuck it. We're talking about Shang Chi now.
2: I don't care. Yeah, it's apparently <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening. Yeah. Okay, tell them. me, tell me. Okay, both of you pitch. I'm seeing Shang Chi. I'm seeing it on Sunday. Okay.
1: Do you care about spoilers for a Marvel? No, movie? Want no, to be absolutely
2: okay. not. No, okay. absolutely not. I was not planning to see it, so I double don't care.
3: Fair enough. <laughs> I'm like done with Marvel Dane, I'm sorry. I'm, so I, I think Adam see represent-
0: one more Shang-Chi, man. No, no absolutely no, not. No if he's going to see no. one
1: more, he's <laughs> going to see Spider-Man with fucking Alfred Molina in it. That's something that it le- true. <laughs> is something that at least attaches to like our childhood. Yeah, but I, like, I
3: don't know the I don't know the character. I'm just not interested. I think I Adam represents
1: I think Adam represents actually a very significant and an honest look at Marvel and its phases. We grew up watching all of these Marvel movies. We saw the end of the stories of the majority of those characters that we cared about, like the big three of the big three, two of them are done, right? Right. So it's like that kind of represents the end of this version of Marvel for maybe me, maybe Adam. I know for a fact my roommate has expressed something very similar. I'm still going to go see the, the things, but you know... I think that there are kids growing up now who are going to watch a Black Panther, watch a Shang-Chi, watch probably the New Avengers type stuff and like buy into those characters. And the next four movies, the next four phases are going to be like their version of this thing. Like kids now, kids now don't care about like in much in the way that I think fucking Hunger Games meant nothing to me. But Harry Potter was a fucking cultural touchstone as problematic as jk rattling was i didn't know that at the time but <laughs> that those, those that like young adult series was very important to me but hunger games i don't give a fuck about that like divergence the dive i don't know dude i don't care about any of those new ones that came out in the early 2010s 20, 2015s and none of those things meant anything to me but they meant a lot to a lot of people and that's good right that's their section that's their stuff um it's, I, you know, you can look at. If, I think a good way to look at it, something that we, we've never really had this at this scale, this type of longevity, representing, right, yeah, a certain media. Power Rangers at a smaller scale is kind of like that, where the generations of Power Rangers that I care about were the ones that were there when I was young and in, influential by that media i don't give a fuck about the new ones i would i would imagine that the kids growing up now care a lot about those power rangers and will stop caring about them and then the new like you know or like pokemon i don't care about anything past gen 3 i just don't that's
2: that's fair yeah Yeah. you know you you were older when that was moving on yeah what you're saying is that these things are generational and that it almost sounds like you're coming to the conclusion that marvel content is generational
3: yeah I think that's what he's saying is that like this new this new generation of Marvel movies is going to appeal to probably younger kids who will be with it for 10 years and it'll that'll be their thing. But for me, I'm just like Tony Stark's dead. I'm good. I've seen my my cathartic moment. I saw Captain America pick up the hammer. I'm done. I'm good. Relationships closed.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, like for me I I and look, they they're just starting this new generation but but I but, know, but, yeah. but Dane, let me ask you something. Do you think something can come out of this second set that will replicate Captain America picking up the hammer for you again?
0: No, I mean, that's I mean, you we're not I'm not at that time scale, you know? Like that was, I mean, from Iron Man 1 to Avengers Endgame was it wasn't just a long time of movies, it was a, a, a full experience. I, I don't know what this next phase is going to contain. And I'm excited for that unknown. I mean, I'm, I like Tony Stark a lot. I like Iron Man a lot, um, but I think there's a lot of potential in finding think, new characters.
1: You wouldn't think so considering he's a capitalist, a futurist.
0: It's interesting you say that because I mean, it just villain. goes to show that comics are a reflection of society. So back, yeah, back of the day, Iron Man was a representation of American capitalism fighting the, the Soviets and the communists. But then later on, he became like this techno technology, like what does it mean? What is consciousness? What is it to be human? Like it, it's the what Iron Man stories explore has changed a lot since Iron Man first came out.
1: Yeah, but in much in the same way, a lot of superheroes that represent that niche, like a Bruce Wayne, he still represents societal savior. That the societal savior is a person of is a private sector person of wealth.
0: Well, I mean, a recent story is Tony's lost a lot of his wealth. Uh, yeah, got- but
1: but but we're not talking about I'm, comic books. are... Yeah, sure, comic books are important, but like MCU <laughs> All comic books matter. MCU Iron Man never lost his wealth and was always a person of individual wealth that was in the face of like a government that was infiltrated by Hydra <laughs> was the. <laughs> The only person and Captain America bought into that, uh, that, uh, that ideology too, that their hands were the safest in a, in a lot of ways, Baron Zemo, his concerns about sorry, super- who Baron Zemo was the, the villain from civil, uh, civil war. Who like pitted them against each other, and oh he also makes God, right. he, oh, he also oh, makes a true. reappearance in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and he, where you can where he actually gets a little bit more fleshing out in terms of what his concerns are, and his concerns are he doesn't think it's right for there to be these super powered individuals who govern and and govern over us because they are not human anymore. Power corrupts, absolutely, is his essentially one of his mantras
2: and and Uh, and, he was he was the bad guy in this exactly that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying is that
1: if you look at a baron zemo the things that he's saying
3: are not wrong he's he's ivy and joker from batman but he is
0: also a very wealthy baron and he kind of has this like elitism to him at the same time Where like who
3: doesn't get some elitism in them now and again
0: well, that's why I think it was weird that I mean they went out of their way to make the flag smashers look bad. I like the flag smashers a lot. They bro. made Home them Captain.
1: very. They made them so fucking relatable. Are you kidding? Like they don't like even the even Captain the new Captain America. Refuses to condemn. We're not doing
3: this again. We did this. Yeah, we, yeah. I was like, we've done this. Let's go back to <laughs> John Wick real fast.
0: No, sure I think <laughs> one of my favorite
3: parts. I still of don't John know Lake. what the, I still don't know what this movie is. Uh, let me give you. I'll give you a Shang Chi in Marvel. A, I don't I'll know give what give it you. is. Yeah, let's I'll give you a one some bunnies. <laughs>
1: I'll give you a Steve Shang Chi. A a kid whose parents are special, and his father is wealthy. Shirk[s] his responsibilities to his to his sister, and after have after being. After having been forced to kill the person responsible for his mother's death, is called back to action by some evil uh, dragon, and uh, that's it.
3: Uh, and in the meantime, when he was shirking okay. his duties, was he working in a small convenience store? In- no, or- no, no, no. That's that's <laughs> the actor Simu <laughs> Lee.
1: But he he, he was a um, what are the people? A ballet. car valet. A he was a car valet. Yeah.
3: Really? Okay. And so, is he a super powered individual, or is he just super fucking good at kung fu?
1: He's good at kung. He's good at martial arts. He's also. Is he
3: kind of like Harley Quinn, where you can nah, really figure it out?
0: He was it's, trained to be an assassin from a
1: young age.
3: So, but he so also he has.
0: has he's like the Bruce Wayne.
3: Basically. So he's John Wick. <laughs> okay. Does he have? A but he also power? has
1: chi. He also has like some kind of spiritual type energy because his mother it's, comes from an a alternate. From a different universe.
3: Oh, so this is like an iron fist,
1: but better, or- yeah, but better. significantly better.
3: So I'm just, better. Say, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out if he has a superpower. And you guys are being super cagey about it because
1: <laughs> because he does, he does. I don't, he know, you can but just like, say maybe, no overtly, no. But but like maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh. yeah, at the, and at the end, he gets the ten rings, which is like a, which is like an, a lot of like the Iron Man type stuff, where it's like some of these heroes are not powered but they have like a unique tool that is powered right. yeah
3: the batman style i get you yeah so these and 10
1: rings are like alien in origin and so they're they like a
3: mythical and... object so that's yeah. more of a doctor strange where he learned a skill yeah gotcha yeah uh, he but he might be good at things he
1: might have had some cheese stuff before that also okay. but it's not it's not clear like you see they do the thing where they like have you ever seen crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah. They do like some of that martial arts posturing and the leaves mm-hmm. all come up, like the wind Oh, comes okay, up. yeah. They, you know I mean? It's
3: a Kung Fu movie. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, the fight scenes are great. They're, they're good. They're good fight scenes. I don't think, the, I think the movie's really good. I'm really happy about age, like, there being some representation in this massive thing for people of Asian descent, yeah. in much in the same way that I think I, I, was, I was really happy for Black Panther, which also was a I think was a good movie that got a lot of... a lot of. I
3: was going to compare it to Black Panther. That's what I'm yeah. hearing. Because, um, I mean, you, uh, go with me on this one. I thought the same thing about the movie Frozen from Disney. I was like, okay, it's kind of fun. Why is everyone losing their mind? And then I put it in the context of, oh, there hasn't been a frilly laces princess movie for this generation.
1: And more importantly, I think some parts of... I don't want... I think there are some parts of Frozen that are really downplay the the traditional Disney aspect of like, and also like really up playing sisterly love.
3: Right. And there are, there are items
1: there that are, that are, that are more forward thinking than old Disney shit. So that's that's, fair. Yeah. yeah. And and Shang-Chi doesn't do much of that because,
3: well, I mean, it's an action movie.
1: Yeah. I thought Aquafina was fine in it. I'm a little curious about Aquafina's
3: accent. Oh No.
1: What does she do? She she sounds super normal in this, but I had been, I was under the impression or had been under the impression. There's some, there's some accusations about her having adopted a black scent, like a black accent in the past. Cause in some, in the things that I had seen her in before were a much more like, you know, like urban tone.
3: My only connection with her is the made up character in Bojack Horseman. That's her the dolphin who uh, in the episode about abortions
1: is that played by aquafina
3: no but it's based on like her name is tina aquafina or something like that but, <laughs> it's spelled with, but it's spelled with like a q and it like like water aqua and yeah so it's very clearly what they're going for is this, yeah i, I this just person. Don't, I, don't,
1: I just don't feel qualified to comment on the no, I just, whether, like, on whether or not aquafina was appropriating culture or not but
3: oh don't <laughs> yeah. i don't yeah don't even touch it <laughs> but it is like i mean she would fit right in with america by doing it like that's what we do here yeah
1: i think i think some of the heat that she's getting is that in she had earlier she had done earlier interviews where she w- was very explicit about being unwilling to play stereotypical asian characters and she used the word minstrel to describe oh. that and obviously that's a very loaded word in american culture yeah so people are then pointing to her her usage of a different so accent as minstrel part of
3: that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, she was fine. I thought it was fine. Okay. Dane best movie ever. What made it the best movie ever?
0: Oh man. I mean, you can't, there's no singular best movie. There's genres, there's genres. Uh, you, know you know what I Okay. Mean. Okay. But
1: why okay, yeah, would why, why why you why, liked it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why you no, liked really? it so much? Why I liked
0: Sean so much. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought Shang Chi as a character was super relatable. I think that the actor uh Simu, I pronounced kind of butchering that name, I think. He's yeah. he got a very charismatic sort of like a like really fun personality to him that really comes through in Shang Chi. I, I I was smiling like a lot of the movie. Also great soundtrack. As I said, his sister character uh Zhu Shailing. Sorry again for for mispronouncing anything
3: she so just do your best
0: while he was being trained as an assassin their father only trained men like that was the whole thing so she watched from like the the shadows and she's like she's basically like anything my brother can do i'm going to do better and she's just this really interesting character in the movie and seeing her character development i don't want to spoil anything it was really good i mean we we said
3: we don't care go ahead well
0: there's a post-credit scene
3: this is about the closest we've gotten to well, a le- legitimate in the moment pop culture thing. And you're yeah. trying to downplay it. We're doing a 2014 <laughs> of be, movie. 20- Whatever. Yeah, I'm not gonna, gonna remember.
2: Gonna it. It's fine. There's a post scene. Forest is already forgotten. Where post-credit she cha- takes changes. Everything. Where she
0: takes over her father's organization. And right. it's not a very long scene. It's but it shows her like there's women training as assassins now. Like, there's, like, they're upgrading the infrastructure. Like, it's a whole thing. And it just got these, like, strong, like, girl boss vibes. And it's just good. I mean, you know, Marvel Marvel had that part in Endgame where it was very clearly appealing to, like, the, you know, strong oh. females. The, oh, with yeah. a
3: moment with all the female Avengers? Yeah,
0: which yeah. was all right. This I mean, it was, felt it was like fine. a more natural approach to that where it's like this right. is a girl boss. This girl yeah. will fuck you up. And she's like she like it's not like a it's not a masculine woman. She's a very feminine woman and she's just like I am powerful and I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to lead. And like she she's one of the most one of my favorite characters in the MCU, I'd have to say so far. Hmm. And uh okay. the k- actress was like a stage actress. This is her first time in a movie like not just like in America, but like ever she's never been in a movie before and oh, she just okay. she just kills it I I mean like honestly, I, she was a favorite part of the movie Aquafina okay. uh, was great. I like Aquafina a lot. I think she's got a fun personality. she really plays off of uh Chi's character really well. and like I said, Tony Liang is just like. It's so it's, good to his, have a villain with death.
3: I was gonna say he's the villain okay yeah he
0: he plays their father. he's got such depth i mean he's he's considered one of the best Chinese actors out there, and yeah
3: he's, he is I mean, I've he, seen his work before. oh,
0: he's fantastic, honestly bringing i mean, I just think on the whole, this movie really if this trend continues in Marvel movies, I think this is like another i think I think Marvel knows that they can't just keep repeating what they've been doing. I think that's why you're seeing them take more risks. So they did like the spy thriller and Black Widow. They have a martial arts film. Supposedly, uh, Doctor Strange, Madness of Multiverse of Madness, going to have some horror elements. I'm very curious to see what the Eternals brings. It really seems like Marvel is trying to like, okay, we've done the superhero stuff. We've done the the, the basic stuff. How do we reinvent ourselves to both keep our old audience and bring new viewers on? And well, if this trend continues, I think it's I, very good.
1: As someone who has been here the entire time and heard the entirety of Dan's <laughs> argument, I think he's I think he's fully convinced me that *Shang Chi* was a fine movie and and, and adequate.
0: Uh, I, I was I was I was fanboying over uh, Zhu Xiling, the sister character.
2: Yeah, you- yeah. It also sounds like what you were saying at the end is that Marvel is uh, slowly discovering every single movie genre and reinventing. Uh,
3: yeah, it did kind of yeah,
2: sound like yeah, that. Yeah, They're Marvel like, has to reinvent
1: if... itself by doing all the things that we've done forever. <laughs> least... Dude,
3: well, Brent, they get us somewhat of a pass. We only have eight stories. Calm down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, is that some uh, like some stories? Yeah, there's are the there
3: like? are, like, it's not that few. It's, like, maybe 15, but there really are only 15 stories. And we just tell them all in slightly different ways forever. Like, that's just how it goes. <laughs> the way
0: it goes
3: it's a literary and historical pretty much it's a fact
2: like it's you can track it i can't wait for marvel's existential dread like bojack horse yeah there's gonna
3: be (laughs) no (laughs) well yeah journey of self-discovery like it's just a classic like the look inward there's there's just really not that many
1: uh, we have seven we have seven different plots Uh, but in this movie no, in in the the there's an there's a book that came. There's seven
0: out. archetypes, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, there's overcoming the monster, rags to riches, the quest, voyage and return, comedy, tragedy, and
3: rebirth. So, so did you just look that up? Because I did. Yeah, I told you it's a thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: hundred percent, hundred percent.
3: But I was even too high. It's, but you know it's just really like we have to give them some of a bit of a pass for rewriting the same eight stories or seven stories we've always used. Like it's just. It's what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I do think that I'm I worry about the part of the appeal for Marvel, and again, part of the appeal for John Wick uh, yeah, is that which we
3: are supposed to be talking about in don't theory. Fuck it. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a,
1: it's a freeform <laughs> podcast. Is that it's very simple. John Wick is a very simple story, and I would argue that the first bulk, the first book of Marvel, is relatively simple. Yeah, and it is. When you enter the the multiverse. And these added complexities, I worry that it'll become more weight than they can bear. And not because they're incompetent, but because I think anything, every story becomes harder, the more complicated it is. And this has been evidenced in John Wick 2 and 3. We're going to watch these movies. You guys are going to see diminishing returns of that initial... John Wick is like Sprite or a seven up it is like oh, this very okay. simple flavor refreshing bright thing and they're making more complex flavors in these sequels but because of that they're no longer as bright they're not you're, you're having to spend time concentrating on breaking up what you're experiencing on your palate as opposed to getting the best distilled version of fucking lemon lime and like stri- like sprite cranberry like i love me a sprite cranberry it's not as good as just a but fucking sprite. Good. Like, but like, it's a
0: chilled is phenomenal. I, I <laughs> am here
1: for it because I know oh
0: exactly God. what you're talking about. Yeah, is that, was that crispness you get from a sprite? in and like, and like, even just like the first sip, like even like even just rewatching John Wick, you don't get that same level as watching John Wick for the first
1: time. I
3: think. Oh yeah, well you can only ever do the first the thing once, like read the book for the first time like that's always that's always been a thing
1: and the sequels are a third and fourth sip of sprite right but with added flavors that are taxing you in a way that the initial sip did not Um, i mean it
2: sounds like there are stories where the complexity adds to the stories and there are stories where it takes away right so like john wick is a extremely you're not watching John wick because of the complexity of the story. You're watching it because you want to get like that thrill. Right. Whereas, you know, there are like media where part of it is like putting the story together and kind of like figuring out all the complexities and like figuring out how it's going to go. Right. But this is, this is not that.
1: I think I might, I may be generally though, a proponent for the first sip of Sprite versus a complicated Sprite beverage. Like I really (laughs) fucking love Logan. With like the Logan movie, right? That is a ostensibly a very simple story. Yeah, and Days of Future Past is oh pretty good, and it spins a lot of plates. But man, did I not like it as much as Logan, or you know, or like I look to like uh, I look to like uh, we're losing uh, him. Pull up, like like oh, (laughs) I'm I'm actually I I I really like The Dark Knight as a movie, but I dislike. Christopher Nolan stuff a little bit I because I think there's so much complexity there that it's like what what the fuck like, what, like like Inception and the one with Matthew McConaughey and even the prestige like these movies are like so much mind work that there is no time to be like this is a really baller lemon lime like I the <laughs> entire time I'm drinking the beverage I'm having to dissect what's happening, and as opposed to like Logan, I don't need to think about what's happening. They're just nailing what they're doing. And look, and Christopher Nolan's a very competent director, but like oh, yeah. I just think that added complexity makes it much more. It makes it much harder to like wow me in a way. Like Inception is great, but also that fucking logic doesn't hold up. No. And in a in a movie where it's like purporting to be well thought out and logical, that's frustrating.
3: Like if I w- I will say that. Interstellar, though, I saw Interstellar. That's the one with Matthew McConaughey where they go to like it, things get weird and they fall in a black hole and suddenly you're your own grandfather. But the I saw it in IMAX when it first came out. And I will say there were moments where I was completely vo- blown away by the visuals and the sound, uh, the, the score was just it was truly amazing. Yeah. So I will say eh, not all things have to be the complicated storyline. But you're right. He does tend to do that. But I really, really loved the the artistry on display. In for that sure, movie.
1: for sure, in all in all of his movies, he's. he's I mean, he's, true. Yeah, you know. But like, I've, I saw Interstellar. Unfortunately, I think to my detriment, I saw Interstellar three times in the same. movie. oh, because oh had, yeah, no because wonder I over, you. Wow. I, I had overbooked myself and and like committing to watching this movie, and by mm. the third time, the third time, I slept through half of it. But the by the by the third time, my, the idea that I would have to look at the fucking bookcase again and like <laughs> I was going to I was going to shit myself in, uh, how much I didn't want to deal with that. I'm like, like look, that fucking the, the brand new tech they did to represent a black hole that like the contrast of that. So fucking gorgeous. That is a singular image that is really nice in that movie. It is a beautiful painting which uh, movies are just a series of paintings, right? But beautiful painting. But that does not take away from like, did I have the same emotional resonance as I did watching a father yeah, no, die? I, I understand what you're you know what saying? I mean? Yeah. yeah,
3: No, I totally do. I mean, yeah. but for there, I would just say, I guess it depends for me on what I want to do that day. Like, right. do I want to think or do I want to just be entertained? Right? Yeah, that's fair. Because I, there are moments for both.
2: I think there's a there's also something to be said about like the complexity of a story actually hiding that it's not really saying anything.
3: Right? <laughs> that is true. Just like you can have more these complex layers, stories, more are, like it's yeah. just
2: actually layers, and you kind of dig under all the layers, and it's actually not really there's nothing there.
0: I, I yeah. think I was just gonna say that. So John Wick, yes, is a simple story, and yes, the sequels add more complexity. But I think they add complexity out of necessity. You couldn't have multiple John Wick films without having some scaffolding to it. Like it just wouldn't hold together. I think almost by our very nature to have this sort of consistency of character, we need characters to be developed. You can't just have one guy whose dog was killed uh, across multiple movies just murdering people. I think we'd be like, this guy's a sociopath. Like, and that's what I was kind of getting at earlier was that each movie is kind of self-contained, but almost by necessity exists because of the events of the previous one and not even so, so spoilers, cause you're going to end up watching the second one soon. The reason why the second movie exists at all is because John Wick went, came out of retirement, basically like you find out more about how he was able to retire. It's kind of hinted at where like he did the impossible thing. And you find out how he did that. And one of the things he did was he took a blood oath, basically. And so the guy was like, I wasn't going to collect. You were out. But then he came back in. So now I'm going to collect. And that's oh. kind of what kicks off the second movie. And there are because, consequences. Yeah, there are consequences. But and I think
1: and, what you're describing, though, in terms of scaffolding, is also ties into the Marvel stuff is that when you repeat a story, inherently, there has to be escalation. Like the situation has to escalate, okay? or If it doesn't escalate, it has to posit a smaller scale that is significant. And for John Wick, unfortunately, his wife and his first dog are dead. So you can't do that again. Like Infinity War is a less, is the escalation. And Endgame is a successful, from my perspective, de-escalation. Infinity War escalates the problem to this massive thing that they've never had to deal with before. But Endgame is, is I think, a better movie because it is not really about them bringing those people back. It's about these heroes having to deal with their failure. It's about these characters that we have seen for so long having to, like,
3: suffer basically, through... Basically, and- Thor's entire sub arc in there is the best example of that. Yeah, he's just like and, completely destroyed by it.
1: And so is Tony. and, Tony, yeah. but, also, and but Tony's also, out of, out of the three, has found a way to move on. And and that is now threatened. And that's a small-scale problem. And Captain America is having to deal with the failure of, the, of that and how he can't move on. And that's a personal thing. And that's why Endgame, I think, is a, is a successful attempt at de-escalation. But yeah, generally speaking, things have to escalate. And I think that that is usually a bad sign. Because as things escalate, they become harder to deal with. Like, right. which is what I'm saying about this Marvel—they're having to escalate by introducing the multiverse and stuff like that. And by that nature, escalating makes it's like you're adding more avenues by which to lose the the plot, essentially.
3: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I'm really well, curious to see what they do with the future of the series. They like we—they've done a really good job of setting up consequences. In, I'm talking about in John Wick that- right now. Yeah, John Wick, yeah. In not abstract ways. So I'm I'm curious. I'm, I'll keep going to see them. I think Keanu Reeves is a great actor. I, I feel like he's one of those actors where I really feel like he cares about his craft. And uh, I've always enjoyed him in his movies. They've gotten some really cool side characters. Ruby Rose in the second one.
1: Uh, Halle Berry. Halle
0: Berry in the third one. Just really interesting characters and a really I, cool world and...
1: I think a good thing that we can oh, uh, something that we can we can touch base back on later is after Matrix Four comes out, we can see whether what avenue the Wachowskis took if they des- if they decided to escalate the story, or if they decided to de-escalate the story and make it more personal, right? Because so, the third one was a massive escalation over the second one, over the first. Granted, there were definitely some personal elements of the third one, but like there's this big escalation, and what they do with the fourth one, I think, will be very interesting in terms of how we are talking about how do these things exist past their first. Cause like the matrix is another example of like a first sip of Sprite. And then the second and third one are like Sprite with, with like fucking ginseng and, and cloves in it. I'm like, what are we <laughs> doing right now? Like, <laughs> Did you watch the trailer that came out today? I did watch the trailer that came out. The, today. Have you two watched the trailer?
2: No. No, I watched the little bits of that website they had set up, but I haven't seen like the cut, like this is the trailer trailer.
1: I don't
0: know what they're going for. I can't tell. I can't Uh-oh. tell if this is like, like Matrix Four or like a soft reboot. Like I cannot get I a either. grasp based on the movie. And I'm like, fuck, I'll probably go see it, sure. But like <laughs> just watching the trailer, I'm like, oh, no. wait, is is this like it 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 does? It just throws so much at you. Like, yeah, you do, you know this, you know this, you know this. And, but then it's like, but no, like, how does this make sense based on how the third one ended? I, I
3: right. Don't. And that's my concern with it is I don't think they're going to be able to do it.
2: It's got to be somewhat of a, re- I mean, I don't know what it's got to be. I have no idea. I'm just some guy on the internet, but I feel like it has to be somewhat of a reboot just because, like especially the third one is so like who even remembers what happens in the other matrixes The, the, the matrixes, third one, and the third one posits. I remember that the first one.
1: The third one posits that this cycle repeats forever.
3: That is true. Uh, know, I think that, that was the oh,
0: second go. one that introduces that concept initially.
1: Yeah, but the, well, yeah, it might be the second. Was it? Was it the second one where he went the in the architects? TV room? Yeah. Fuck that fucking scene! Yeah. Oh my god! But, yeah, but I mean,
0: but, but that was a huge impact on culture terrible. too, though. Yeah, iconic, exactly. It is also weird seeing John Wickiano in The Matrix because,
3: right? Because it's
0: so different.
3: Well, it's twenty-two years later, but
0: he just—he just has this different energy to him, you know?
3: Yeah. Uh, No, I don't actually. So,
1: yeah, I'm curious. I'm super curious because I don't. I have no idea. I mean, when I and to your point, Dane, that trailer fucking threw me for a fucking loop because the first half of that trailer. I was really thinking like, oh, they're kind of soft rebooting or this is going to be like a very personal story about this Neo character and like, a, and like a spit in the face of what you expect a Matrix sequel would be. But then you do see like big Matrix elements and I'm like, wait a minute, like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, because that first no, half of that no. trailer, I felt like really was like, oh, fuck, they're going to do this thing where they fully say, fuck you. Because the, the Wachowskis, I feel like, are the kind of the kind of people who would they they would definitely do something like that, where they go, "This is the story that we want to tell. This is the story that we think is interesting and is not another Matrix elevator shootout scene type stuff." But then there there's some of that stuff is present and then becomes more present, and becomes more present, and I'm like, "Oh, now I have no idea what's happening."
0: Yeah. Well, it's only Lena is involved in this one, but yeah, like even just looking at like the poster. They really seem to be more embracing the psych, not psych, maybe psychedelic, but the more internal than the, than the fat fight scenes, just based on the style of the trailer and stuff like that.
1: The other Wachowski sibling is not involved at all. Yeah,
0: no, just Lena. Huh?
3: Well, that's going to make it weird.
0: I wonder why Lily didn't. Yeah. I wonder why. Lily
3: I don't didn't... think,
0: I think Lily's been on a bit of a break. I don't think she's uh, doing much lately.
3: Full disclosure. I did just watch that trailer. I have no fucking clue. Uh, uh, right like i completely see what you're coming from like what the fuck is happening
0: (laughs) it looks like lily has been working on work in progress
3: well that was an experience
0: (laughs) there's also been some theories that because morpheus is not in the film and because he was apparently not approached for the project at all that there might actually be some tie-ins to the uh matrix online game i was reading an article on polygon about it it was very interesting
3: well, just to be uh, clear, Morpheus is not a person, Dane. Um, yeah, th- that character isn't a real person.
1: Yeah, a You
3: character. can't approach him to did be in the movie.
0: Morpheus? Did I not say Morpheus? Did I not say you the said Morpheus? But
3: the per- yeah, you th- Moritz, you're, Moritz, you're, Moritz, you're talking Moritz, about Lord's yeah. Fishburne not being approached. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Moritz, I, I, I it's yeah. important. It's important to me that you know that Morpheus unless you're is
1: positing fictional. that the Matrix is like, a, <laughs> is like a is like a is like a weird is like a weird reality. mirror weird mirror in a mirror where the we are in the Matrix and they have made a movie about the matrix to help (laughs) dissuade us from the idea that we're in the matrix (laughs) oh god
0: okay i don't know if this is accurate but supposedly uh yaya abdul Mateen, his character's
1: name is morpheus yeah yeah okay
3: yeah i'm pretty sure that's what i was interpreting from the trailer as well Is like that is
1: the aesthetics of the aesthetics of that of 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 yaya's like the whole aesthetic of that character is very
3: morpheus ass yeah Right, that was my interpretation, but I mean, who knows? This is all speculation because they probably don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're. Gonna, I'm gonna go see it. I'm. I'm gonna try this new thing. I saw. I saw Shang Chi last Friday at like ten o'clock. Few people in the theater, not very busy, even though the movie just came out, and it was just a good experience. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll start doing this. Just going to see like movies late, late at like Friday night because I I missed going to the movies. I you know because of COVID and everything, I wasn't going. Right. Yeah. And now that my former roommate and friend has moved out of the state, we would always go to see the Thursday premieres of Marvel movies and stuff. Now that he's gone, I'm not doing that. So, I might right. make this uh late night Friday movie thing cuz it was uh, it was a lot of fun.
1: I also saw no. The Green Knight. What is The Green Knight? The Green Knight is an Arthurian tale.
3: Oh, the oh, the yeah, the the, wa- the Guardian of the Grail.
1: I want to watch it, but I, where can I watch it?
3: I saw it in a theater.
0: It didn't. It wasn't anywhere near me. I don't. That's a shitty part about where I live. There was like.
1: Ugh. I saw it in a <laughs> theater and it was okay. I thought like visually very very powerful, but maybe a lot of stuff that I'm like a lot of things that I that I, that I, this, I think I'm I'm like the kind of viewer where in opposition to the complicate complexity thing, like if there's a lot of like allegory <laughs> or stuff
3: or if you have to str- if you have to know the references to understand what's happening
1: Or it's like oh like like people some people have said that the green knight is kind of like a is like being evocative of jesus christ's trials and i'm just like yeah i don't know man i didn't see that i didn't get that uh, <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned christmas a bunch but geez i don't know
2: <laughs> my my parents saw it and they were like it was nothing like the original poem <laughs> no <laughs> i'm like fuck you guys so much <laughs> uh, I do.
3: I'm just looking at like images from the Green Knight. I definitely see the Christian allegory stuff going on. It's pretty heavy handed. But I think maybe ca- that's
1: because I don't have a Christian upbringing. So maybe I, I know. Think, I think, think like, that's
3: your think that's your problem there. Yeah, it's like you yeah. need to know the references to get what's going on.
1: Yeah, it's not speaking to me in that way. But it, I thought it was visually very nice. I enjoyed myself. What's Theater good? was not that not that packed. Thankfully, it was like 10 people total, and we were all pretty spread out. Shang Shang, Shang Chi was similar in that way. I think I think for me, I'm I'm going to be doing if I see a movie, it'll be the second week, third week where I know oh, yeah. that a lot it's, of people have gone. It's the time and to not go. yeah,
3: yeah.
0: kind of want to go. I want kind of want to go see Ryan Reynolds movie. Uh, yeah,
3: I do. Kinda, like I saw that. That looks pretty cool.
1: Yeah. The, the free guy.
3: free guy. Yeah. The one with that Taika Waititi was involved
2: in.
0: Oh, yeah. He's in that too. Yeah. Uh, he plays the that, game designer.
3: Yeah. It seems pretty, pretty fun but yeah, you know the, was...
2: the random news that i'm going to bring up is that the playstation uh, thing was today where they had, they had some sort of like online like oh here's all the shit we're gonna release and apparently radiohead is gonna re-release an album from 20 years ago but as a video game for playstation <laughs> and oh i i don't understand what that even means
3: yeah. but <laughs> don't, like don't the tw-
2: 20 the 11 year old forest who still lives in me is is very interested in this product which is <laughs> certainly not going to be i was going to say it's not going to be what i expected but i don't know what i so i'll yeah. report back <laughs> once that's
3: yeah I'm, I'm interested to hear how that goes
1: if yeah i, I, I assume that there was a god of war thing that i that i kind of wanted you haven't even played the reboot but the the sequel reboot but it's interesting to me yeah with that being said though you guys can reach us on none of our social medias we don't give that out but you can reach us at popculturecake at gmail.com uh, if you'd like to sponsor an episode, you can. You likely know one of us. We took a little bit of a break, and I'm not making any commitments to our our future schedule. But hopefully, we can kind of come back full force. We've missed you, the the audience that we have, which is not big, but it is special and important to us. Uh, that being said, is there anything, anything, any last, last, last words from any of the other co hosts here?
0: Go watch all the John Wick films. Go watch Shang-Chi. Go watch uh, Matrix 1, 2, and 3. Of shut it off. Ever.
1: Cut it down. Shut, shut, shut down the podcast. We're
0: done.
2: <laughs>